Here we go again. It's like the summer of 2020 all over again. And I'm not talking about the protest over the weekend in Atlanta. That kind of behavior I have come to expect from people who call themselves victims because they live in a tent in an area known for tornadoes. I'm sure some of you guys thought I had been joking when I said worshipers of the oak tree live in tents. <laughs> That was no joke, as you'll see in just a second. The NFL, though, the NFL, they definitely dodged a bullet this weekend with the Bengals pulling off an upset against the Bills. Because the AFC Championship game had Buffalo and the Chiefs won, it was going to take place in Atlanta. That is no longer the case, which is a good thing. This is a good thing since downtown Atlanta currently resembles a third world country. That is what happens when you allow the filth to infect your community. The reason I say this morning feels like a repeat of the summer of 2020 has nothing to do with the protest. I was um I was kind of feeling deja vu this morning because of the media reaction, the mainstream media reaction to what they like to call peaceful demonstration, spreading the good word, teaching the good woke faith. The city of Atlanta, they are looking to build a new state-of-the-art training facility for police. The proposed project is on 85 acres of land, cost the taxpayers around $90 million for construction. <laughs> Sounds like a good use of taxpayer money, right? I mean, I would much rather see my tax dollars spent on projects aimed at making the streets safer. Hell of a lot more resourceful than taking that $90 million, giving it to the founders of Black Lives Matter so they can help the black community behind the walls of their gated community. Now, the media would lead you to believe that citizens of Atlanta are real, real mad about this project. We don't want more police. We want less police. Defund the police. Take away our guns. Save the oak tree. Sure. Over the last few months, shit fucks have been camped out in the forest near the site of the project, attempting to stop the construction. Now, now, remember how I just said these people live in tents? Literally, they have been living in tents for months. Last May, eight people were arrested. Well, let me correct myself there. I don't like using the word people when describing the deplorables. Last May, eight shit fucks were arrested for throwing a Molotov cocktail at police. Now, what were the police doing? Were they threatening them with violence? Were they destroying their private property? The cops were simply trying to remove them from the area. That's it. They were telling them to take their tents and go camp out somewhere else, preferably somewhere susceptible to forest fires with no way to escape. Last month, another five identifiers were arrested on charges of domestic terrorism. They were trying to put up barricades to block construction. Um, are you starting to understand now how stupid these people are? Clearly, they have no idea how construction works. You see, contractors, they have these things classified as heavy equipment. Bulldozers, tractors that can easily smash your little barricade. Maybe the identifiers should participate in one of those lay-down protests. You know, where they lay themselves down on the ground in front of whatever area of land they don't want demolished. That way, you take care of all of them at once. But... Even the identifiers aren't dumb enough to do something stupid like that. But as you can see, 
The battle between the identifiers and the cops in Atlanta has been escalating the last few months. Last week, this battle claimed its first victim, Manuel Esteban Paez Turan. He was a 26-year-old man from parts unknown. For the last few months, his home address has been one oak tree at the corner of Tree and Mud Path. Look at him here. Looks like a nice young man, right? KC, he is not a man. He chooses to identify as non-binary. Huh. Well, yeah, like I said, looks like a nice young man, right? Manny here, he not only identifies as non-binary, he also identifies as a forest defender. You will not cut down my object of worship. I am fighting the good fight against environmental racism. KC, what the hell is environmental racism? <laughs> Hell if I know, I have no idea. What I do know, the fight against environmental racism is the reason Manny lost his life. Last week, police were once again trying to remove the, the identifiers from this project site. According to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, one of the protesters opened fire on the police officers. Naturally, the cops returned fire, laying Manny to rest in peace in the force he called home. Now, according to the protesters, this was another random act of police violence. They killed another minority in cold blood. I'll let you decide which version of the story you believe. Me, personally, I never take the word of an identifier. But I do find it rather ironic. Members of Woke United Methodists claim to be anti-gun. But in a lot of these altercations they have with police, they always have weapons. Strange. Anyway, the shooting of Manny, along with the arrest of seven others, sparked riots over the weekend in downtown Atlanta. Fun little fact here, all seven birthing persons who were arrested, and I would also imagine all residents of the neighborhood forest, all these people not from the state of Georgia. How did they get there? Why are they there? If they don't live in Atlanta, hell, if they're not even residents of the state of Georgia, why are they so concerned about the removal of some oak trees so the cops can build a better training facility? Doesn't make sense to me, but what the hell do I know? I'm not a shit fuck. Now, the protesting of the shooting of Manny started out innocently enough. A group of some of the most hideous people in America properly wearing their Kobe mask so they don't scare innocent people with the grotesqueness they call a face. All of my single men, women out there, I've got some potential dates for you lined up. Watch all these beautiful people as they exercise their right to protest. Roll the film. Of course, the so-called peaceful protests soon turned violent, cop cars being burned, physical altercations with police officers. As cops were arresting what the mainstream media continues calling people, they were trying to do their best imitation of George Floyd. As they're laying on the ground, assuming their favorite position, you could hear them screaming, I can't breathe! Oh, I can't breathe! Um, well then, how are you talking? I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty sure adequate breath is needed for toxic mouth farts. So, how is the mainstream media choosing to cover this story? 
<laughs> Headline at NPR. Atlanta protest over police killing of activists turns violent. Now, you noticed how simple wording creates the false narrative that cops just murdered this guy in cold blood? The only thing I learned from reading this article from NPR is the fact that this forest defender preferred they-it pronouns. I am not making that up. Manny literally referred to himself as it. <laughs> Here lies it, who sacrificed its life fighting environmental racism. I kind of feel bad for the kid. I mean, no one wants to see someone lose their life at 26 years old, especially when they're losing their life over nothing. What are they fighting for? What is the cause here? Saving some oak trees? Defunding the police? It ain't gonna happen. Now, some media outlets have chosen to overlook this story altogether. Perhaps it was just a simple oversight that the New York Times didn't report the story. Luckily for us, the new and improved CNN gave us groundbreaking coverage of the riots. I mean, peaceful protest. Remember how the last several months Chris Light has promised that CNN was going to be the hard news network? We are no longer about partisan politics. We are dedicating ourselves to hard news. Emphasis on the hard. Under the direction of Chris Light, CNN is supposedly going to report news down the middle. Yesterday morning, we were given another example of the new and improved coverage at CNN. They invited on some shitfuck named David Peisner. David describes himself as a freelance journalist. Translation, he's unemployed. He has a massive following on social media. 1,278 birthing persons follow him on Twitter. As you can see, this guy's a real influencer. Now, with that small of a following, why was he one of the voices covering the riots on CNN yesterday morning? If I had to guess, he was the only person they could find to be on this dump of a network. Davey. Davey had an interesting perspective. He had an interesting outlook as to what was happening in the streets of Atlanta. Now, us normal people, we see this for what it is. Unemployed shitfucks from out of state being bussed into Atlanta to start altercations with police. They want the cops to retaliate against them, hoping it will sway public perception on police officers. Davey, though, he sees this a completely different way. Watch for yourself. I think that there's a real blurring of the lines and, and, and the use of the word violence is property destruction violence. Um, to some people, it certainly is. Um, but, you know, th this idea that breaking windows or, or, or other acts of property destruction are the same as uh, actual violence against humans, uh, is, it, it, it's, a, it's kind of a dangerous and, and slippery concept. And, uh, I mean, look, I don't think this is a smart move. Um, I don't think it's it's a, a productive move from from the standpoint of, of the protesters. Um, but as the, as even the chief himself said, this is a small group. Um, this this isn't this is a, also within this defend the forest movement. Um, there are no leaders, so people go off and do their own things. That doesn't just make them justifiable. But I, I do think that. You know, you keep using these words, violent, 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 violent. Um, and 
it, it gives the impression, I mean, the only violence that, that or, or the only acts of, of violence against people that I saw were, were actually police tackling protesters. Okay, so this dude claims violence against property is not violence against humans. Um, who owns that property? Last I checked, your emotional support shovel didn't have the resources to purchase buildings in downtown Atlanta. What about all the violence against the police officers? Are cops not human? Do they not have wives, children, parents? He tries to play this down like it's a small group of unorganized people randomly descending onto Atlanta to peacefully protest. This dude could not be more wrong. This was professionally organized. Where did all those bricks come from? How often do you walk the streets downtown and just find bricks lying around on the street? They had fireworks, gas masks, blowtorches, rifles, numerous other weapons and explosives. How did all of that get there? Who funded this operation? You mean to tell me a group of unemployed bums had the resources to travel out of state to Atlanta with thousands of dollars worth of supplies? This kind of coverage right here, this is the reason CNN continues tanking in the ratings. No one believes this garbage. You heard David Peisner in that clip. The only violence I saw was the police tackling protesters. These are not protesters. They are terrorists. They are arsonists. Chris Light has spent the last 10 months searching for answers, searching for solutions to his ratings problem. If you want a good place to start, I would fire the producer who invited that dumbass on your network. This is the reason CNN has no credibility. This is the reason your network is setting record low ratings no matter the hour of the day. But give me your thoughts. Mainstream media once again covering for the deacons at Woke United Methodist. These are not riots. They are peaceful protests. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.